What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. That's right, guy. And MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. And it's brought to you by SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app and use the promo code HAM for $10 off your first purchase. Also, BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. Gardner Minshew had one of those games. I think there are a lot of games we talk about this with quarterbacks where the numbers look better than the performance. I thought he looked better than the final numbers. I think he was under 300 yards. He was two touchdowns. Um, I think maybe, I don't have it in front of him, maybe he was like 22 with 30 passing or something like that. Yeah. But I thought watching him, he looked better than that. Should have been three touchdowns. D.D. Westbrook dropped the ball that was right in his hands on a beautiful pass um, near the goal line. His second Gardner touchdown. throws a beautiful ball. Oh, his second touchdown was gorgeous. The first one was a wide-open receiver. But, you know, I think the other element there was that was a game. You got the Jalen Ramsey stuff's going on. It's a short week for him to prep for the Titans who play defense. They're and, 0-2. And they had to win the game because they're 0-2. I, I, I thought it was awesome. And, again, I'm everyone complains about Thursday night football on Twitter. And then the numbers come out and 20 million people watch, right? Everyone's like, Oh, this NBA game. So awesome on a Friday night. And 700,000 people are watching. So it's like Twitter is so negative with these Thursday night games. I enjoyed it. Now, part of it is I like watching Minshew and even Mariota. A lot of people were just like, could you ask the question? Who would you rather have for the rest of the season? Gardner Minshew or Marcus Mariota? I think it's, I'd rather take my chances with Gardner Minshew. And that doesn't mean he's going to be better than Mariota, because I think people forget Mariota did go on the road a couple years ago and beat the fucking Kansas City Chiefs. Like, that happened. 
Everyone's acting like Marcus Mariota. He's like Connor Cook. No, I mean, he's not a great quarterback. I, I think one thing we've realized, he's not, you're not giving him 80, 90, 100 million dollars, but he's going to start again. And more than likely, we were talking before the podcast, Sean McVay. I, I saw a great tweet. Get ready for the next five years of Marcus Mariota. 2019, the Titans let him hit free agency. 2020, Andy Reid signs as a backup. 2021, Mahomes goes down. Mariota starts seven games for Andy Reid, resurrects his career. 2023 or 22, the Jaguars give Mariota huge cash, and he goes 7-9, So, I mean, I think we know how it's going to play out, but Mariota's career is not over. I just think we realize... And we were on, we had a radio show, and we used to talk to so many people that thought this guy was going to be, who would you say they was kind of like a Steve Youngish type player, like going to be an elite Hall of Famer, and you definitely, and even me, I was like, I, I don't know. I, I thought the, the praise and the hype was just so strong, and he clearly hasn't lived up to it. And he just kind of looks like a meh guy, but he's better than meh, but he's not, he's not a max quarterback guy. And Minshew, you see right away, and I, I follow a lot of people somehow from Cleveland, and a lot of them are saying, like, God, this is how we thought Baker was going to look. Like, the juice, the fire, just the the explosive plays. And he doesn't look like that. And also, how about my guy who can, you know, I've been getting a lot of DMs, like, who are the OCs that are going to be in this cycle, mm-hmm. right? Because we've had these cycles. And, and I keep telling everyone, let's pump the brakes on Kellen Moore, not because the hype's not going to be there. I could just see him being in Dallas for a couple years. Like, he's... He he's not. This is not a passion project for him. Like this is his life. You know, this is not just like he just became a coach and it worked out. Like he's he's gonna think big picture. Like he's not just jumping to a job. I don't feel like. Right. He'll be patient. And, you're saying he'll be patient. Yeah, and he's not. I'm not saying he's not gonna be a head coach in the next three or four years. But I could see him maybe his agent be like, hey, take an interview. So Jerry gives you three or four million, and you can do this for a couple of years. He's in a good spot to just have the pick of the litter. Where. John D. Filippo, if the Jaguars, I checked their schedule last night, like mid-game, they play Denver, they play the Jets, they play the Breezeless and the Camless Saints and Panthers. Like, they could rattle off some wins. And all of a sudden, you're like, could the Jags go 9-7, and 10-6 and six and be in the playoff mix? How would John D. Filippo not throw his hat back in the ring if he wins games with Gardner Minshew? Totally. He would. I, so He would. Uh, I'm a little biased Root there. but Yeah, just pretty clear, like, the other thing that kind of bothers me is like, how did the entire league miss on this guy? Well, he's just short. He comes from the school. Like, usually guys like that fail. You know, I don't, I don't think it's really that crazy. Yeah, well, it's like... Well, he's a one-year starter. One-year starter who really didn't have a ton of opportunity in college. Um, now, he was... I, I was trying to guess, when Joe Buck said Thursday Night Football, Gardner Minshew finished fifth in the Heisman voting last year, how many... What percentage of the audience already knew that information? Well, did he go to New York? No, or no, no. So there was a cutoff. There was like three guys or whatever. Yeah, my, was it three at the most? It was Kyler, Tua, and one other guy, and like not Lamar. Was but it one of the running like backs? It was like a UCF guy. Or, yeah, was it ETN? Or, I don't yeah, think it was someone it might have been two famous. guys. Now that I think, I don't know. But yeah, he didn't go. But I, my guess was like. At most, ten percent of the audience knew that information. At most, winning w- winning a season in Washington State history, right? Correct, eleven wins. Um, how many How many wins did Le- did Leaf have when they went to the Rose Bowl? I must guess have they been didn't ten. Win the Rose Bowl, yeah. yeah. Um, Washington State won their bowl game. Um, but look, here is the other thing, John. 
sixth round picks when you become Tom Brady, it's crazy. But there's not that like how many quarterbacks got chosen ahead of him last year? Yeah, probably a handful. I mean, like they had no interest in this guy being their starting quarterback. It's just, isn't it pretty impressive when a sixth round pick wins the backup job? Yeah, that I don't in think of I don't think that I don't think that happens that often, no, does it? No, I now I was not surprised by it, and I said it. I just. The guy just seems unflappable, and I think part of what he did last year in Washington State's offense, he was so patient. When I saw him, I felt pretty good that he was going to be solid in the preseason when I saw him taking sacks that were just a function of him just standing there and standing there and standing there. Like He, he took sacks because he wasn't scared to get hit, and he took the biggest hit of the preseason. He got annihilated on, what was that, week three? Oh, my God. His helmet was like a <laughs> went flying at like 30 miles an hour. So... Um, I, I think a lot of what he's done is real. Now, I think the other interesting dynamic is what about Nick Foles? Like, Nick Foles is now in the situation, kind of. I mean, it was different. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. But now he's in the Carson Wentz situation. And I bet he handles it better than Carson did. Although, from the outside, it looked like everything was fine. But I just, I, I think in the end, it probably works he's to the, Minshew's. He, guy, he's the ideal person to be in that situation. And I think that works to Minshew's benefit, too. And like yeah. you said before the pod, like Minshew, as big of a story as he is, like Jalen Ramsey's a big – like there's just a lot going on with this team. Yeah. I mean, the guy Calais Campbell last night looked like Reggie White. <laughs> I mean, he he absolutely just changed the game. Like to me, he was the true star of that game. He had three sacks and seven tackles. He fucking wow. changed the complexity of the entire game. Because Gardner, they, did, they didn't score 50 points. They did score, what was it, 20 to 7? He scored through two touchdowns. To me, though, it was just early. two. I saw he made no, like two or three throws. I was like, okay. Big time. And they, they couldn't run the ball. Tennessee is a good defense. It was raining and wet. It was impressive. Uh, I also think what separates guys that are like him, that don't have the physical attributes, he actually throws the ball pretty damn well, right? Yeah. He's got a live arm, and he's really accurate is one thing that's clear is going to separate him. And Kellen Moore was on like a lower level because he wasn't as close to as talented as Minshew as a thrower. Football is this guy's life, right? This guy, he's the story's now well known. If he couldn't, if Mike Leach wouldn't have come around, he was going to save him to become a coach. That's what he wants. Like this is his life's work. The story that he told, the part of my take about breaking his hand so he could get a medical redshirt. Like football means everything to him. That's where you go, this guy's got a chance to last. This is what I, I know the progressive Twitter wants. We need people with balanced lives. Well, that's not really what football wants. They want guys like Gardner Minshew. Ideally, like the best version of Gardner Minshew is Brady. Football means everything to him, and he's, a, and he's an elite talent, right? That's the, the ideal kind of what you want. But Minshew, we, we talked about it earlier this week. Like, is he going to be in the league for 10 years? And you just watched last night. He's at minimum going to be in the league for like five or six now, right? Because he's going to be on the Jaguars for a while, either starting or back up or whatever. Yeah, I and don't, then just to me, how he is he going away for ten years? I mean, it's just the more football you watch, the more football I watch, the more it becomes apparent. Like the most, well, it's never been easier to play quarterback. Right? That and the most valuable skill is just process time. Clearly, he's fine with that. What I wonder, and we'll never know this. Like in basketball, I am certain that the elite guys now could play 30 years ago. Now, they'd have to adapt or whatever, but like James Harden, Steph, like they'd be fine. Like they, they might not average as many points because they would be getting clothesline, but they'd figure it out. Could Gardner Minshew, if you put him in like 1988, what would be the harder part? 
Now you'd go, well, the offenses are dramatically different. So they're not spread it out offenses. Or is the harder part, like, you're just getting destroyed. And that's part of why we always had bigger bodies. Like a guy like Gardner Minshew that kind of, it feels like, looks like me or you. And that's one of the things that he has going for him right now that I think just galvanizes the just the average fan. Or like, God, that, that guy just looks like one of my friends. Like, you don't ever see yeah, Peyton but not Manning. just one of your friends, your friend who parties the most. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, but it's to me. Yeah, it's cool look. But I'm just saying, when you see a guy that's six foot, two hundred pounds, you just go. I know a lot of people like that. When you see Peyton Manning, how many people do you know in your life that are six five, two forty? You know, they're just like it's right. just those guys are outliers. Rivers, Eli, Flacco. There are a lot of quarterbacks. I'd say in 2019 that just look a little more like Jimmy Garoppolo. He's really good looking. But he doesn't really look that much different than just a lot of humans, just physically, right? There are a lot of quarterbacks nowadays that just look, even Deshaun Watson, they just kind of, a lot of smaller quarterbacks. I would imagine if you did a deep dive analytically, has to be the group of the smallest starting quarterbacks in league history. The most guys like 6'2 and under, don't you think? Yeah. I, I think the challenge going back decades in the NFL, would going back years would in the NFL, be the would, offense. would be the offense, yeah. But I don't I know Gardner if that would be a challenge would, I, for him because, like I said, I think he's pretty smart. But that would be just the general challenge for guys. Because what's the hard part? They say the biggest difference between the NFL and the pros, right, is throwing guys open, and that's like a problem for Mariota right now. They, you know, they, I love <laughs> they say, just you know, the knock on Mariota right now, and this is always the question mark from the NFL people when you come from what Mariota came from. Well, every guy he's throwing to is wide fucking open in the NFL especially on his team, he doesn't have elite wide receivers. So you have to throw guys open. It's really what makes the Hall of Famers the Hall of Famers, right? When you think Peyton Manning, when you think even Rodgers in his prime, or Elway, these Montana, Brady, their, their precision when they have to is just is elite of the elite. It doesn't get any better because they can their practice, their understanding of the offense, and then their physical ability is just special. And Rivers and Luck and all these guys – you just go, well, Mariota refuses to throw the ball when the guy's covered. And, you know, I think NFL coordinators and GMs and head coaches would tell you, when a guy's covered, sometimes he's open, right? The back shoulder throws, the and Mariota just can't pull the trigger. And you just wonder, for certain guys, does that get ingrained in you? You know, when you're in college, it's hard to ever break that. And then you just kind of develop bad habits or don't not able to break out of the habits. You know, it's one of those things they say that he doesn't see it. And you just, you just wonder, you know, I, I always think that's the hard part about the transition of will he ever see it? And some guys like Gardner, it's pretty clear it just kind of comes naturally to him. But football is the guy's life. Like, is football Mariota's end-all, be-all? You know, I, I don't know, but I think the difference between them is, like, partly what Minshew sees First of all, it's seeing it and then being able to have your arm do what your eyes are seeing. So there's two different big things going on there. One is accuracy, two is seeing it. And, you know, like I, there was one ball late. Um, actually, he threw two, from, he threw two in a row. The kid looks fucking good with him, TJ Sharks. Yeah, he does look good. Mariota threw two in a row at uh, A.J. Bouye. What's his, is that how you say his name? Yeah, yeah. And the first one was like, it was covered, but he saw there's a spot to throw it, but he missed the spot and it got broken up. So I don't, I, I think it's, 
I, I think it's an ability thing that we're seeing here in the difference. And there might be, like, on the balance, Mariota probably is more talented than Minshew, right? Do you know on a side note, you like, oh, yeah, everyone just kind of naturally said Jalen Rams is the best corner, Jalen Rams is the next corner. And then you watch him play, you're like, corners, one, they just don't look like him. He fucking looks huge. And he moves. Like, Richard Sherman has always been big, but I would never call him, like, a super fluid guy. Like, Jalen is Richard's size, but he moves like fucking Matt Breda. Jagger. Like, it's... God. Moves like Jagger, frankly. <laughs> yeah, he does have moves like Jagger. How sweet is that guy? Yeah, he's all, I wouldn't trade him, honestly, if I were that. <laughs> Why would... Well, I, I don't think they will. What's the point, think, guy? Yeah, I'm with you. What's the point? Because how, if you're them, do you not go, why couldn't we make the playoffs? Especially if you're willing to pay him, which Shad Khan says he is. Who has the better stash, Shad or... Uh, Shot. Gardner Shot. I saw Shot on the pregame show like pre-pregame show he's like well beauty's in the eye of the beholder I did think halftime does, is, does Shot have a lot more money than Mark Davis like he just no problem for him to pay owns more than one team I know that <laughs> I was thinking like is Vrabel gonna go Major League Baseball shave his mustache at halftime but he didn't do it do you think Vrabel's pretty angry today yes he looked pretty miserable yeah in the in the rain Ugh. Just getting your ass kicked. Your quarterback can't move the ball. Leonard Fournette was getting stuffed. You're like, God, we're stuffing them. It's one thing to me always to lose when you play shitty like 30-7. to It's another thing when the majority of the game it was like 14 nothing, but it felt like the game was kind of close. If you could just score one touchdown, mm-hmm. you'd be right in it, mm-hmm. and they just couldn't. They, I mean, it felt like, can they get the ball past the 50-yard line? After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 